Good morning. It is, according to my recollections, uh, August the 6th, 2020, and that brings us to a Thursday. And as I'm recording this podcast, uh, it is almost 10.30 a.m., and I am by the lake at Ogilvy Park, and it is gorgeous. And I'm on the second of my podcasts on persecution in the Beatitudes. The third of those podcasts on persecution will be tomorrow, and that will uh, end uh, the podcast on the Beatitudes, and we'll continue on from there. But just want to read once again. Uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, and verses 10 through 12. So, uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, verses 10 through 12. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteous, because of righteousness, or King James, uh, persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Now, I'm going to kind of say that again because it's counterintuitive to be persecuted and to rejoice. But nonetheless, that's what Jesus enjoins us to do. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Oh my goodness. Uh, Mornings in the Spirit is the overall title of the podcast. And if we ever needed to be in the Spirit when we're delving into the Scripture, when we are reflecting upon the words of Jesus... If we were ever in need of being in the Spirit, it is surely when we are talking about this. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. So that's Matthew 5, verses 10 through 12. And it ends the Beatitudes. Last podcast, when we were talking about this persecution... I made note that all who will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution of some kind. And living godly, as Christ wants us to, is to live according to the Beatitudes. And just living that righteous life will oftentimes bring about persecution in our lives. I want to read also from 1 Peter. Now, remember, Peter heard uh, 
these words of Jesus. He did not just read the words of Jesus, but he heard the words of Jesus. And later on, he wrote these wonderful words about persecution in 1 Peter, the third chapter. Wow. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to pick this up in verse 13 of 1 Peter 3. The whole chapter is marvelous, but picking this up in first in, in 13, verse 13. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? That's that's a good question. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? Remember, we are in spiritual warfare. And the only ones who would seek to harm those who are committed to doing good would be those who are subject to the rule of Satan, the prince of the power of the air, who presently rules in those children of disobedience. But Peter asked the question, so who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Sounds a lot like Matthew 5, verse 10. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. Now, this is the way to be blessed when you find yourself in persecution. And that is, don't be afraid. Wow. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. That's how not to be afraid. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. In other words, you're not, you're not defensive as you give an answer for your faith, but you are gentle in doing so with respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against you, against your good behavior in Christ, may be ashamed of their slander. For it is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. So just because we suffer in life does not mean that we are blessed. When we suffer from someone's hands because we're being jerks or because we are being unethical or mean-spirited or heavy-handed 
or because we have uh, spouted off to them in anger. No, if we suffer for those things, we are not blessed. No, 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 no. We are blessed when we suffer for doing what is good. So keep that in mind as you give an answer for the hope that lies within you. Now, in the scripture, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, there are many instances of persecution. I want to read from Hebrews, the 11th chapter, in verses 39 through 40. Listen to the writer of Hebrews. These, he just had given a whole list of people in the Old Testament who had suffered persecution. Uh, from Daniel, David, I mean, lots of people. And he said, these were all commended for their faith, excuse me, for their faith. Yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned better for us, better things for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. So I want to read just the summary of uh, the writer of Hebrews as he goes through these people. Uh, I wasn't going to do that, but this is powerful. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions and quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into strength, and who became powerful in battle and rooted foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated. Listen to these words now. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in the holes in the ground. And so that's when uh, the writer of Hebrews said these were all commended for their faith. 
but not one of them received the full reward because they were not to be fully rewarded without us who came hundreds of years later. Mm. That is a wonderful text. So, the world was not worthy of these people who were persecuted. I think one of the ways that we can be blessed in our state of persecution is when we realize that indeed Jesus was persecuted. Indeed, the prophets were persecuted. Indeed, the apostles were persecuted and that we join in their suffering and therefore we also join in their reward. We are not being persecuted because we are awful people or because we deserve to be persecuted. We are being persecuted because those who are persecuting us are not even worthy of us. That doesn't mean that we're arrogant or proud of our religion, but we are joined with Christ. The podcasts are all called Mornings in the Spirit. And that is another way of saying that our mornings are joined with Christ. So, uh, we, we look at Paul, for instance. Paul uh, was convinced that his suffering completed what was lacking in Christ's suffering. That always kind of confused me. Uh, but when you think about it, when we join Christ in his suffering, we are his body upon the earth. And his body, once again, through us, is suffering persecution. If the master was is persecuted, Jesus said, do you think that they will treat you any better than they treat the master? No, they will treat you like they treat the master. And so we are blessed in that. Paul said that he's given up everything in order to gain Christ, in order to know the power of the resurrection and the fellowship. I love this. Oh, oh my, this is beautiful. The fellowship of his sufferings. If we are to be glorified with Christ, Paul said, then we also must suffer with Christ. And so because of all of that, we are blessed. Jesus on the cross went through unbelievable suffering, unbelievable betrayal and denial and abandonment, even in his humanness, thought that he was abandoned by God. 
But throughout the trial, God had certainly not abandoned Christ. And at the end of his trial, at the end of his trial, he said, into your hands, I commit my spirit. I'll tell you, I don't know what you suffer. Uh, sometimes I think our suffering is so light for Christ. And again, we're not talking about suffering because we just live in a fallen world. We're not talking about suffering illness. We're not talking. We're not talking about all these things. We're we're talking about actually bearing our cross, and in bearing our cross, we become like Christ, and we then can be blessed. You know, when I was a kid, uh, my grandmother often thought that she was treated very unfairly by the world. And I guess in some ways she was. But no matter what she suffered, she always said, well, I guess this is my cross to bear. And today I look at that and and I, I, I don't look at her with judgment so much as I look at her with sadness because she did not understand that bearing one's cross is something that we choose to do. It is not something that's forced upon us. So in this pandemic, don't think that the pandemic is your cross to bear. Uh, you don't have any choice but to go through it. Now, you do have a choice as to how you go through it. But when we suffer for doing righteously, when we suffer for the name of Jesus, when we suffer for the kingdom, when we suffer persecution for these things, we are choosing that. But not only do we choose the suffering, but we also choose the resurrection. So, my friends, as you go about your day this day, uh, hopefully in the spirit, it is my prayer for you and for me that we will live righteously that we will live with clear consciences and that when we are confronted with insults or betrayals or whatever those might be because we live righteously, it is my prayer for us all that we would rejoice and be glad and that we would be blessed in it all. Go in peace to serve the Lord and to be like he was in the world.
God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious to you.